would you, would you like to say a joke that wasn't funny again? <laughs> huh? Would you want to run that? If it wasn't funny, why you want me to say it again? I, so it could be on record how funny it is not. So it is gonna hate. No, we'll, we'll go ahead and start it. Go ahead, nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We hot and we've been here. Mm-hmm. We've been peeping what's going on. We've been seeing what's going on. So we're going to hit y'all with the double whammy and one chamois. Oh, I mean, oh. the double header and one show. The double whammy and one chamois. Let's, <laughs> we hot. It's me and Monty T. We got B in the building. Mm-hmm. It's the roundhouse roundtable. Better than cable. You know it. We out here and we in here. Okay. Let's get it. My glow up in lightning. Hot yeah, something like lightning. This shit a hit on my psychic. She want me lick, I'm excited. See, I feel that that's my business and that's why I'm business minded. Need a push, get behind it. It's a science, apply it. Worst come to worst, so try it. Get a bag, get inspired. Shoot your shot. The effort I might oh, hide ain't looking for friends at this point. Oh my god, my circle is smaller than the point. No cap, I'd rather sit in their voice than hearing them think on their voice. We already have So, first, I want to talk about. We're gonna do first. We want to do the no cap recap for UFC Charlotte, and then we're gonna do Dern versus Hill. Got Dern versus Hill first. Bellator two ninety six. It was uh Brent versus Mansoor. This was part of the lightweight World Grand Prix. And Primus, he was the better man that night. It seemed like a, a hard-fought fight for Mansoor. I'm trying to find his age because it was definitely showing that night. I don't know how old he is, but it was definitely showing. And, like, yeah. he was just surviving and then being on the defense. But at the same time, he was throwing up a lot of submissions, which I feel like didn't get accounted for. But crazy, it's a unanimous decision. He was doing a lot of work from the bottom, which... It's just like if it's mixed martial arts and somebody is just staying on top of you and somebody's throwing up submissions from the bottom, making somebody lose air, elbows, all that shit, regardless of the, you could call it control time, but it's just like who's controlling the time, actually. If you got elbowed in the face and you on top, you are not controlling shit. <laughs> <laughs> Something's going to happen to where that's going to be evaluated different, but I think it's just going to take time for sure. Pure domination from the bottom I, I've been seeing it. And so it's only a matter of time where things start to shift. Like we've, we've already seen a shift from a couple of other things. So I think it's just going to take more time before we see the shift for this one. It's almost like the rules just shaping more for mixed martial artists, like right. shaping, shaping more for them. Next, Fabian Edwards versus Gerard Musasi. Fabian Edwards came through big W, unanimous decision. It yeah. seemed like he had to do it like this for it to really resonate and make sense. Right. Because everybody's saying that he's good, like, just for the first three rounds and cardio and all that's an issue. But the whole thing about it was, like, he was thugging it. And he was really staying sharp and looking clean throughout the whole fight, even towards the end. Cardio was looking there and, you know, training with his brother. Like, you can't help but to feel like you growing six inches working with the champ. You know what I mean? (laughs) And he defended his title in a dominant fashion, too. But what I think is crazy is Fabian, he has his... Next fight already booked, scheduled, but they still haven't decided on when McGee and Pitbull is going to fight. Like, that's there's still no date for that, and I think that's crazy. Just 
I don't know. Like, I don't, what is the holdup for that? I think they just want it to be a really big money fight. So they're trying to find a way to work it. It's kind of hard to keep selling that same fight over again because everybody know how it's going to go. All right. All I'm saying is his older brother is good, better than his little brother. We going through this so he could just get a shot. So it's just like, I don't think everybody's hyped up for little little bro getting a shot. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't, I don't think that's it. I think they really want Pitbull back in there because he the one that's, I ain't going to say ducking, but shucking from getting that fight back because that fight could have been ran right back. But they didn't do that. They didn't want to run it back. So mm-hmm. I think that's weird in itself. AJ yeah, Mickey I think it's just I, like, all right, let me just go up and wait. They was going to give him, like, this is his area. If it goes to a decision, he going to get it. The only way I'm going to get a victory is if I finish him. I think it, it was more of like, okay, this is your division. It is what it is. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. Because I think it they should have no like, it's your division. It is what it is. It's always going to be, I'll be back in a little bit. Yeah, because it's like, I already beat you. Now I'm going to go beat your brother. Yeah. I'm going to go capitalize on this money move for the Grand Prix and I might be back. Like, if it is, I, that's what I'm saying. I hope it's a money move. And I think, like, the hard part is booking it at a good time and a good venue. If they wanted to consult us, we could figure all those those things out if they wanted to. But back to Fabian Edwards. I think he did a good job. I think he's going to get this next W coming up. And I think it's going to be a stoppage, early, early stoppage. Dude is a little bit too, too intense. He was feeling it. He was feeling it. And I felt like he was probably feeling it because he felt the threat. Yeah. He saw how sharp Edwards was looking, but I get it. But that was a little quick no cap recap for Bellator 296. We just wanted to talk about that because I had to. Yeah. I had to personally. Shout out to Fabian Edwards. He on his way up. He trying to make history. Leon Edwards is taking everything Kamaru Usman worked for. He got the belt. Now his brother working his way in the middleweight to be champion. And uh, his and, and Kamaru's brother is working to be the champ at the rate that it looked like for him. It's like, it's going to be a hard climb for Muhammad. But at the same time, Fabian right there trying to make history, trying to clean out all the titles from Kamaru. But next, UFC Charlotte, Rosenstruck versus Alameda, Jessica Rose Clark versus Lisboa. Let's go. <laughs> she got the rear naked choke in round three. She had great transitions while, while Rose was uh, attempting to get to her feet and she ended up sinking in the rear yeah. naked choke. Uh, Rose Clark had just come off of some oh, time yeah. off and they was they was definitely hyping her up. I know that she was supposed to win this fight according to the commentators, but it did not go down that way. Liz Boa was definitely on her shit and she knew who she was up against and she showed up and showed out. Yep. So we're going to say hype train. It, I think she, no, 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 no. I, I'm saying that for a reason, not because specifically this fight, but Jessica Rose Clark, like you were saying, like even the commentators, they hyping up who they want to win coaching from the commentary desk. And at the same time, shit not working because that person may not be there. They just hyped mm-hmm. it up. Shout out to Lisboa on the big W because regardless, as much as they hype up Rose Clark, she the one who, who beat Rose Clark. So Right. Big W. Next is Brian Battle versus Gabe Green in the welterweight bout. This one was crazy. (laughs) Brian Battle, he got this in 14 seconds. Gabe Green (laughs) tried to come out all hot and heavy and, you know, push the pace and be in his face, and it backfired like nobody's business. (laughs) Them motherfuckers got in a street fight right right by the... Right by the cage, they got the straight up street fight. Was banging, was going like somebody was going was going to be out. Somebody was going out in that little exchange. Brian Battle just came out with the, the chin because he got clipped a few times, but he was able to like say, "Oh shit, let me let me get my shit together 
And it's like he slipped one, and that's when let him sit down on that that other punch, which landed and got the KO because it was straight buzz out. Like, great punch, great KO. Shout out Ryan Battle. Next, Mandy Bone versus Gian Kim. Shout out to Gian Kim. Gian Kim is not in the UFC anymore because sometimes integrity gets in the way of others. Gian this Kim- one sucked because Mandy Boone only won because Kim got two points taken away from her. And she was just frustrated in the fight itself. But Kim was winning. Kim won. And it's messed up she's not in the UFC no more because she let her emotions get in the way. But, like, damn. The first point, I get it. But at the same time, they took that point kind of fast. The second point, then he took the point super late. So and when they she- had to get the scorecards back. And the thing about it was, if they was going to take all that time to see, okay, let's take this point, why don't you look why she did that? Why, like, I know that y'all don't, they don't have to investigate that fully because they just saw what she did. But at the same time, previously in the fight, Mandy Bone uh, grabbed her arm or something like that or or grabbed her leg or something like that. It was something like that that she did to Gian Kim. So Gian Kim, out of her frustration, she just happened to have the bigger moment with the foul. Yeah. And then she kicked her back. And then Bone was like, oh, my God, what, why, why would you do that? Like, like, confused, like, no, you know why. And now Gian Kim is out the UFC when she won that fight. <laughs> Damn. Did. It was like three losses in a row, Damn. but she won that fight, though. But she like, won that fight. Up. And yeah, I think it was another up. fight that was super close. We was talking about that she got robbed. Mm-hmm. Like Gian Kim was one of those ones that got robbed. I remember. I just don't remember exact that exact fight, but y'all know which fight she got robbed. Yeah. Put it, put it in the comments if you know what fight Gian Kim got robbed in. Besides this Mandy Bone one, because she was just like, "Ow, oh, my eye hurt, my eye hurt," and then she almost forgot that her eye was hurt. And it's close, like, which eye is it? Which 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 eye? <laughs> Next, we go move past that. Carl Williams versus Chase Sherman. Carl so, Williams got the big W. Yeah. Chase Sherman is one of those guys where he like super hit or miss. If somebody's not technical enough, he gonna knock him out. Carl Williams yeah. did what he needed to do, got that big blast double, and did what he needed to do. He, he went in survival mode off that one. But Chase Sherman, he had his moments, but otherwise, Carl Williams, he was definitely dominant all three rounds. He timed this perfectly. Next, we got Matt Brown versus Court McGee. Matt Brown came through with the big W. I ain't telling Matt Brown to hang it up, but I'm just saying it was looking it was looking rough in there for a moment while they was in there. I Court- think he was waiting and trying to time it, and then it worked out, but it's not going to always work out like that. But he even said it himself he was trying to time it, and he got the timing right with the short hook check, and then it, it was just it was over. He just laid there. He didn't get up. He didn't try to do nothing after that. It was just like one of those walk-off victories where I know this is over. Shout out Matt Brown got another W. So I'm yeah. just worried about the next fight. Like, I'd be like, guys like this could just go out on big W's like that, get their retirement and go. But it's just like, they like, nah. They blood hungry down for that next W. He's uh, tied for the most knockouts with Derek Lewis. So, no, you so know, you I think he's going to he try to get that record. Yeah, he's going to go for that record. Absolutely. For, for sure. That's what All I'm saying. Right. Alex Moreno versus... Tim means he got him with the the guillotine choke. It was unexpected. Yeah. Tim Tim was out there with his neck just out there, yeah. just R- wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> and he just he got capitalized on and got submitted in the second round. But Tim means he was controlling that fight. It was crazy, but the jujitsu showed up and he, he got Absolutely. finished. It did. Shout out to Alex Morono because like he definitely had to dig for that one. Yes, he did for sure. Round two next. Carlos Alberg versus Eeyore Pottiera. And I think they made this matchup so somebody can calm down Pottiera. 
especially that from that last fight that he had with Shogun. After he did that to Shogun, they they had to get somebody to put him down. Oberg, his patience and his power yeah. was just unmatched with this man. Yeah. Matchmakers, y'all know what y'all did with this one. <laughs> y'all know y'all did y'all know what y'all did with this one. Shogun was at home drinking his beer, smiling. <laughs> Shout out Carlos Allberg on the big W. Not a big W, but you know, it's another one. You know what I mean? Because he went his way up there too. But I wonder what he's what his next one's gonna be. Speaking of wonder what this next one's gonna be, Ian Gary versus Daniel Rodriguez. Daniel Rodriguez was running through dudes left and right, bloom bam. And Ian Gary still undefeated. Head kick. Yeah, headshot did. Ian Gary, he was he was mixing it up. He did a very good job. And Barker Rodriguez also missed weight. Maybe because uh Ian Gary, you know, he left a little welcome package at his door. Hey, so, that's messy. That is, hey, he, he went in there and got the job done. He won. And Rodriguez missed weight. What else could you ask for? Oh, I didn't say, I didn't say it wasn't like diabolically genius. Yeah. I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. I just said that's petty. That's, that mm. is, that's some petty. That's really getting to the, the meticulous state of winning your fight. Yeah. And at the same time, if you're going to try to get into anybody's head because you worried about somebody underdogging you it will be daniel rodriguez mm. daniel rodriguez has been the underdog dog <laughs> like for real you and gary that was survival i see it my man wanted to be friends and everything here take a pizza stuffed crust i would have failed for it too i would have got one slice that's crazy all right next i would have just, just ate the stuffed crust next johnny walker versus anthony smith hey anthony smith i don't know but Not i really i really hope you helping jamal hill and training with jamal hill on jujitsu for him i hope you're not but you just just throwing that out there but Johnny Walker, after that Jamal Hill loss, it's just like he's trying to walk through motherfuckers. The only thing is I I wish he would have finished Anthony Smith, honestly. Because he had him wobble a bunch of times and he just kind of just sat there and played with it. Yeah. And you got to have more of that killer instinct if you're going to thrive in yeah. the top five. Yeah, and Anthony Smith, he, he said something crazy in the middle of the fight. He was like, he was like, you trying to come after my family or something like that? Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? What is what is going on? Anthony knew he was losing. He, he losing he's a trying check. to fire. He's trying to fire himself up. And mm -hmm. I and I heard that like he had like a home invasion or something like that. So I guess he was trying to like channel that shit. That's crazy. But it's just like that's the first place you're gonna go. No, nigga, <laughs> just move your head. <laughs> you said and done. Just move your move your head. That starts at training, not like in the middle of the fight. And them leg kicks wasn't helping. He wasn't checking was too many of those. So like you know, you gotta add that to your arsenal because them things is getting beat down. But it's just like I don't know. Do John Jones really be changing fighters? Is that really what happens after, yeah. when Anthony Smith went against John Jones? He said John Jones wasn't that good, so we were move on. We're gonna go ahead and move on. On that note, we will move on. Speaking of that good, Jay Alton Almeida mm -hmm. versus Jorinzo Rosenstruck. Jay Alton came through with the big W, mm -hmm. big rear naked choke, preceded by big punt, big hammer fist, like the, on the on the, on the fifth side on the. <laughs> He banging drums. Like, yeah, the Congo. But but at the same time, this is the dude that we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. Yes, I know John Jones wants to fight Tyson Fury now. And that makes more sense than actually fighting Jay Alta and Al Almeida right now. Yes. Because if he would like to remain champ for a little bit longer, 
That is yes. going to be a hard fight for, for John Jones is, is Jay Alta and Almeida. So I ain't trying to be no matchmaker, but I'm just saying y'all see this coming and you know he's good to fight. Yeah, that's why he's trying to retire got- after this Milch. Milch fight. <laughs> that makes sense too. But I remember same- I've been saying that he's trying to avoid this man. This man is on the up and coming. Like fast. And it's just like if you just finishing dudes, like left and right, like that's what I'm saying. So now it's just like I think if he gonna go that John Jones route, he said he wanna tie to Ivasa. Yeah. He about to smash Tai That is not a good fight for Tai Tuivasa. Tai Tuivasa management need to sit him down the right way and have that conversation and tell Tai Tuivasa, don't bring up Jay Alta Almeida. Don't say nothing about him. Don't even say he a good dude. Don't even just act like he not even in the heavyweight. But at the same time, that's the possible potential next champ for real. He trying to get that check. So I think he going to say yes. And then you know what he's going to try to do. He's going to try to bang him out. He's going to try to swarm him. And then Jay Alton going to drop and change those levels. And it's going to be game over from there. So we'll see. Well, well that's what I'm saying. Like, if you want to put those knees in and see and how those uppercuts work and when when he go for in for those shots, but at the same time, like those shots be so camouflaged the way he he put them in there, but you know they're coming. Mm-hmm. So shout out Giles to Almeida getting his d- big W yep. in his in his first main event. He just casually just just running through shit. <laughs> That's just crazy. Shout He's out to Rose now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, have to be next UFC Vegas seventy three. Real quick, no cap recap for that. Mackenzie got darn versus Angela Hill. All right, we're going to get into it. First, Demba Grimbo versus Takashi Saito. Grimbo, he was relentless with his grappling, and he was great with the knees. He was very determined to win because of his own struggles that he was facing before this fight even happened or even leading up to fight week. And so now he has that win. He's feeling a little bit better. He's about to go home, hang out with his family because the journey was worth it because he won and he showed up and did what he wanted to do i think that's good but at the same time it's like there's certain things that he could have finished that fight which which is which is a good and bad thing but at the same time because it's like he wanted to see that fight through and fight that way to balance that safety yeah with and it risk. was his debut yeah so i i get it I can understand not want to take too many risks, especially when you you see it so close and it's so yeah. near and it's right there. I'm because winning. He was, he was getting touched a few times and it was he just was. like, and it was like, but Takashi has that power, the yeah. one punch power. Yeah. And it's good to know that Grumbo has a chin. Yeah. It's good to know that Grumbo got a chin though. Next. Oh, uh, you want to talk about Natalia Silva? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Natalia yeah. Silva versus. Victoria Leonardo and Silva just kind of came and made a mockery of Leonardo because it just seemed like it was unfair in there but there was a visual size difference and speed difference Silva she had the disadvantage when it came to weight but she had the advantage when it came to the speed and the accuracy because she the first round TKL she had that right then the left head kick and Victoria just kind of sat down she didn't want no more she didn't want no more of that yeah she was getting touched before this even (laughs) happened so she already knew it wasn't going to go the way she thought it was going to go so I'm I'm sure she had those uh, conversations with herself like do I still really want to do this is this something that I want to do I don't know about this (laughs) yeah she made her question that like these motherfuckers are different now (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
These people's hands are coming way faster than I've ever seen any training partner's hands come at me. More power, yes. And they got power. I don't yep. know about doing this. Yep. And Look. I think she did a great job of not getting overwhelmed and caught up when she was trying to level change and get her on the ground. Uh, Silva stayed on course and got out of that and just like, no, stand back up. We about to just brawl out. Shout out to Natalia Silva. She one of those ones that's really about to be in that top five. The way her gradual progression is going already is like, she's really doing what she need to do. Yeah. Next, speaking of gradual progression, Chase Hooper versus Nick Fiore. Chase Hooper just showed the dog that he has inside of him this for this fight. Nick Fiore, you know, he showed the dog too, but at the same time, Chase Hooper really put a stamp on it and separated it made for each round. Yeah, I think he was dominant all rounds, and I'm happy Chase went back to the gym and did some work on his boxing because he was definitely just trying to drop and guard and just get everything to the ground. But we both know that if you're not working on your well-roundedness, then you're only going to go so far. He also moved up in weight which I think he looks great at the current weight class he's in, which is lightweight. I like the Chase Hooper that we're seeing, and I'm excited to see yeah. what happens next. Oh, yeah, so she... Carolina Kawasaki's versus Vanessa Demopoulos. Yeah, a little monster. She just got dominated the entire round. It was kind of sad, actually. I didn't expect it to go like this, but, yeah. you know, Carolina was the favorite for a reason, and it, she looked like she had a chip on her shoulder, and she wanted to come out there and show, like, this is not the end. She, she's constantly working and trying to improve herself, and to me, she did that in this fight. She, she definitely showed that she was still here, and she still, she's still trying to rock and roll and get some of these people out the way and some of these hype trains out the way. Exactly. So I enjoyed this fight. I thought it was a good fight. It sucks that Demopolis didn't win, but hopefully she goes back and reevaluate some things in the gym for sure. Yeah, it's just like, this is what it's about. Mm -hmm. It's like, people get to the spot from fighting good fights. Some people get to the spot from being a good person and, and make, saying all the right things and doing all the right things. But it's just like, the great thing about it is, it's a fight at the end of the day. So we're going to figure out all that bullshit, you yeah. know? And at the same time, you could end up turning yourself into a fighter by having a loss and then saying like you know what i'm not gonna have that shit again and really getting better it's good to see the progression between fighters in the first place but carolina kawasaki shout out for the big w yeah shout out to you for the big w next diego fiera versus michael johnson big ko i ain't never seen nobody go to sleep like that like, like that his and it's just like that so curled. His, and his feet was crossed like sleep like you know when your feet cross and you rubbing your feet together that mean you really about to be going to sleep that was the part that like had me like i don't i i think that's it i don't know what comes after this i don't know what other fights come after this i think he would be a fire ass coach. i think that was a hard a hard ko yeah. Especially from Diego Fierro. Diego Fierro just really, really just got a big W. It was his <laughs> a debut. huge W. Yeah, his debut. I don't know what's next for Michael Johnson. I don't know because he was looking good in the first round. I'm like, somebody's about to get KO'd. Happened to be Michael yep. Johnson. So sad. Damn. Shout out Diego Fierro, though. Michael Johnson. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know because it's like it, and it's just like that was the the body image. The way he lost his last fight was the same exact way. Change a coach or something, because that's going to get you to not do the, get those those mannerisms that you that people been learning all this time from all that footage that they have from you. I don't know. You got to switch some things up. Next, speaking of switch some th things up, 
Joaquin Buckley versus Andre Fialo. And Joaquin Buckley came through with the vicious head kick KO. Headshot dead. Headshot dead. That was crazy. No headshot, goddamn. Yeah, that that and, it was crazy. And, it, that one was crazy. I like how how Buckley was being completely transparent in his post fight interview, saying like he don't, you know, he don't want to keep getting knocked out. Like so, he want to make sure he had the right weight because these motherfuckers at one eighty five hit hard as fuck. 170 they hit a little they hit a little bit more like me well i well i'm sure buckley hit like 185ers but like he don't like getting hit by an 85er and he feel the difference inside of that so being honest and that's what you be talking about all the time especially when it comes to weight and people missing weight so many times because they trying to cut weight down trying to be weight bullies and shit like that and he looked good he ain't look depleted he ain't look like he was hurting he ain't nope. that shit look like he, he actually looked bigger at 85 like he had to work to get to 85 for real mm. but he, he, he looked great and this was his debut in welterweight and this might be a great decision for him yeah Only but time at, will tell but at the same time we're going to need that head movement to get active because this is like nobody likes seeing Buckley get knocked out, especially how explosive he is. Like you, you're very mobile. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And it's just like once Andre Fialo start lining you up, start getting you with the feint, and then lining you up, it was just working every time. So it's just like you had to, you had to make something, you know, happen. And it's just like switching that up and getting that head movement going and being able to understand when somebody is is timing you and, and understand mm-hmm. when somebody because Kevin Holland did it too. When Kevin Holland set him up with that one-two, <clears throat> same way. It's just like I think he like fighting so much. It's just like he just see it as a fight and like not like a little game of chess because that's that's how people be catching them. It's just like once he start getting to those next levels, that's how he gotta operate a little bit more technical. Yeah. Next, speaking the technical, Luby Gudinez versus Emily Dakota. Luby Gudinez, unanimous decision. We hey, we we figuring out what's going on. We figuring out who's who. And I like that. Yes. <laughs> I like figuring out who's who. You know, uh, Emily Dakota, yeah, she they was talking about her. Lupe Gudinez, you nannies. Y'all understand what's going on here? Especially mm-hmm. another person that they was talking about like that. Edmund Shabazian. Same person. They was hyping, hyping, hyping. Anthony Hernandez came through with the big W. <laughs> TKO on the strike side. All right, and then the main event for Strawway bout, Mackenzie Dern versus Angela Hill. Angela Hill, she showed her toughness in this bout, but there was definitely a power difference. There was definitely, I know they was banking on Mackenzie Dern to gas out, and that was not happening. I thought it was going to happen for a quick second, and then she just had a fire lit under her ass. But she also had like a, a lot of emotional baggage that it looked like she just transferred all the energy into this fight because they said this is the most aggressive Mackenzie Dern has ever been and in her career. So to see that and to understand that, uh, see, that's why emotions can be good and bad. If you know how to transfer it and channel it into the things you want, it can be a very powerful thing. And in this match, it worked in her favor. This ended up being fight of the night. So Angela Hill got a bonus on top of that for her grit but she kind of looked small in there. She did. She did. That's why I was wondering, like, is that her right weight? Is that what she should be? And it's just like, I want to know. I want Angela Hill to say it, tell somebody, what did Mackenzie Dern's power feel like? Because she looked like she was hitting hard as fuck. 
She like she was throwing bricks. And I thought Angela Hill was the one that throws bricks, like really gets girls out of there. The hands are sharp. But it's just like she couldn't set nothing up because the thing about it is like Mackenzie's Dern hands was like they were kind of accurate. They weren't they weren't just like on draw. They weren't just like on draw hands, just, you know, just swinging. Yeah. They were accurate punches sticking it landing. Times. Yeah. You know, and they were bad. You know, it wasn't too much like like movement and footwork, but at the same time, Angela Hill was walking into some some shit. Yeah, and then she got knee because she kept dipping her head all weird and it got capitalized on. Yep. So it's just a, a lot of bad habits for someone who's fought so many times. I would like to see some changes. I don't know if that's coaches or training partners, or but you were too far in your career to be having those bad habits yep. like that. Just so obvious that way. But, you know, other than that, she's doing great in her jujitsu transition. Absolutely. The jujitsu defense. Phenomenal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she got out of a couple of bad arm bars and they saved by the bell. Just, yeah. That was crazy. Shout out Mackenzie Dern. And that was a no cap recap. For Vegas 73 during verse Hill. I'm Amani T. We got B in the building. Make sure y'all follow us on all social media platforms. We are there. Catch us on Twitter, Instagram. Make a comment. Drop something. Drop a like. We there. It's the Roundhouse Roundtable. And we out of here. That's why I use the heat as a sword. Because keeping peace is important. They go keys for you. Say please. That's one. Please. Don't need. No one has two, please, don't leave, that's three, four, if you do.